Let's talk about my new weekly challenges. Whether you have 200 followers or 200K followers, we all have the same dilemmas. How to continue feeling inspired within your niche, how to make your community feel connected, and how to do it all with your busy schedule. For only $4 a month, I'll be sending the same advice I provide my all-influence management clients straight to your phone. Head to the show notes to sign up before this upcoming Wednesday to be included in our next challenge. Welcome to Brand Meet Creator Podcast with me, Harley Jordan, and Sonia Elise. A place where we pull back the curtain and the trashy filters on the influencer marketing industry. So pull up a chair and grab a notebook. It's time to shed some light on the ever-changing Instaverse. We are back with another segment of If You Like It, Like It. Sonia, what are you liking this week? I hate to be that person that is so basic, but I feel there's a little bit of this in each of us. I am obsessed with people who are like the Amazon curators who have found the chicest phase, the coolest way to have a coffee cup, the five things in my laundry room, which I don't even have a laundry room that I didn't know I needed. <laughs> um, I, I personally am deep on everything.envy. Um, on Instagram. They're one of my favorite ones. It's a mother-daughter team, which I think is so cute. Mm -hmm. Um, But the aesthetic videos and the things that they find, I just, I add to cart instantly. I'm weak. I am weak. I, I, yes, yes. I feel the same way. I feel like I'm not even an Amazon shopper. Like I'm not an Amazon fashion girly. I rent my clothing and Mm -hmm. I am so, like, I'm like nosy. I like the amount of times that I've ended up in an Amazon shop lately and I've been like just scrolling through how these girls be so aesthetic and cool. I'm like, I don't, it doesn't even make sense. I have sent, I have sent this one video that I'm going to drop in the show notes because this is amazing inspiration to so many clients, (laughs) so many clients. It's this girl standing in her mirror being pretty and cute and clean girl aesthetic. And it's like, clean girl starter pack and then it flashes through a ton of like amazon things from her gawasha to like her juicer to her like workout set and socks and i'm like yeah i need all of it i need all of it now yeah great thanks i know i've been really into the gadgets anything that's like organizational anything that is just like weird like i think i got a magnet set recently i was like yes i do need these gold magnets like clearly (laughs) i need them why am i not why am i not in the home home amazon world yeah i might might like it more i know because here's the thing with amazon Uh, when it comes to fashion the one reason why i don't do it is because i know how lazy i am with the returns and I feel like the mm. sizing and everything else, I just like, don't know what I really need. And yeah. if I get it and it's not good, I'm very unlikely to send it back. And most stuff is still like 50 bucks, you know, like a set, which isn't totally expensive. But at the same time, like to not get your money back when you're never going to wear it, 50 bucks is like, okay, that's, that's really stupid. <laughs> so yeah, uh, if you're out there with us and you have a favorite Amazon shop, please tell us we need to know more we need to know more yeah we're very nosy and if you have another home decor home amazon girly Mm. that i can stock like please please send them along because i want to teach my algorithm (sighs) the right things to send me (laughs) because if you like it like it 
We are back with another episode of Brand Meat Creator. And of course, per usual, Adam has some more words for us about the algorithm. So let's break it down. I actually don't think it was Adam. It was some other mm. friends at Meta, right? Yes, I think it was at Facebook specifically. So I think this topic of conversation came from a few different places all at once. One was that I was listening to Decoder with Nilay Patel, one of my favorite podcasts from The Verge. They broadcasted an interview with the head of Facebook. So this is Facebook actually. So I believe his name is Tom, Tom Allison, head of Facebook. And this interview is so interesting and it takes a, takes you a lot of places, I got to say. Talks about Facebook itself, talks about Instagram itself, talks about a lot yeah. of the conversation around like, is Facebook and Instagram just trying to knock off TikTok? Um, and they, yep. it takes you on a full journey. So I highly recommend a listen. So I think let's let's break down some of these mm -hmm. most important points because there were quite a few things in here that mm -hmm. our creator friends just need to know. Yeah. Um, and I think let's start out with the misconception that Instagram and Facebook are just copying TikTok all the time because that's sure. something we hear constantly um, about, you know, I'm just going to go to TikTok, Instagram's just copying everything. <laughs> and little did we know that's not actually the case. I know. And this is something that we brought up in our recent episode where we were talking about if you're looking to get started on TikTok, some things that you should think about. And I think these are things that not just creators should think about, but brands as well in terms of how they're using these yes. platforms. So one thing that they talk about is, of course, that everyone is accusing Facebook and Instagram of copying things from TikTok. And of mm -hmm. course, yes, they are because they do talk about how their current focus is the youngest generation right now, which I believe on right. the podcast they uh, define as 18 to 25 um, is their mm -hmm. primary focus. So really researching how <laughs> that age... I don't fall into that. <laughs> So really researching how that age group uses social media now and what they're doing is really, really important to right. them, which is why it will probably seem like they are copying a lot of things for TikTok because that is one of TikTok's biggest demographics of people. I think mm -hmm. even maybe a little bit younger, but that is probably their biggest user group is 18 to 25. So one thing that they call out that I think is really interesting is community. And that's something that we talked about on that mm -hmm. other episode about getting started on TikTok and how, although TikTok does a great job of engaging people and having them, you know, stay on the platform for a long period of time, right. there really is, an is not an opportunity to speak directly with the creator like you have on Facebook no. or Instagram, where you can DM, you can reply to stories, you can react to stories, there's just a much wider variety of ways to chit-chat and create community. Realistically, I hear all the time that my creators that are predominantly on TikTok or have a bigger following on TikTok mm -hmm. will post and then ghost because you know what? They can't handle the culture and it's just such a negative mindset over there mm -hmm. being in your own comments section that yeah, are you ever going to talk to your favorite creators? Truly, are you? Because it's, I mean... I just think the culture is such trash that you're you're causing a lot of harm in the community section. I mean, I do see a lot of people respond to comments over there. Um, and 
you know, they start positive, of course, but like any other comic culture, it can get negative sure. quite, quite quickly. Um, but it does just like when you respond to someone's comment, it just doesn't have that same conversational tone because you kind you might be coming back right. to it like a day later, multiple days later, like who knows? It doesn't feel the same as when you respond to stories um, and, right. and you're like actually chatting back and forth. So right. that is a huge point of differentiation. Like, and in a private setting. Yes. The way you speak in the mm-hmm. comment section is so different than the way that you speak in your DMs. Definitely. It's going to be much more generalized, just like a little thanks, great, glad you liked it. You know, like it's small stuff. Whereas in your DMs, right. if someone responds, you know, oh, where'd you get that? Or what, where are you headed? Or whatever else, you might have a, a longer explanation, more of an actual longer discussion. Story. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like uh, so many creators love to use the DM feature, the uh, voice notes in stories mm-hmm. that you can, you know, voice note back and forth to people, which is even more personalized than anything yes. else out there. So you're really getting way stronger community over on Instagram. Which really brings us to this meaningful interactions thing. Because that was a huge point of this episode too, was that Mm -hmm. the algorithm for so long Mm -hmm. really focused on the time spent watching. Correct. And that was your biggest indicator of if you're interested in a specific thing. Mm -hmm. And now we're kind of pivoting into this meaningful reactions thing. What is causing a stir? What is causing Mm -hmm. people to communicate back and forth, to send it to your friends, to start interesting conversations? Yes. So in the episode, they talk about how the the algorithm has shifted over time. And originally, as you said, they essentially thought intent was a like intent on the actual content. So I like this, I'm interested in it was how long you watched it for. And now mm-hmm. they have switched that over. And I think part of that is because of their more in-depth study of this 18 to 25 year old group mm-hmm. is that it's less about I watched it. It's more about now I want to talk about it. So it's much more, I shared it to somebody. And I think the share button is mm-hmm. probably the highest ranking feature you have correct the strongest feature you have if you're sharing it to stories if you're sharing it in a dm if you're sharing it via text that is the highest thing because they're really saying that facebook and instagram prioritizes community and part of that community Mm -hmm. is giving you content that you're going to have a discussion around with your community so that's like sending something to a friend to chit chat yeah Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that Instagram meta does that I'm like, what on earth are we doing, guys? Like, where are you at? <laughs> what are we doing? Mm-hmm. But I think this is I think this is huge. And I also think that it is such a it's such an on-the-ground perspective because I we talked about this before. I remember being in high school and looking at the people that were five years younger than me liking every single thing. Mm-hmm. And I think what we've seen as time has gone by that, you know what? We're not doing that anymore. That group might still do that, mm-hmm. but your younger group really is not liking everything. No. We've seen a switch. We've seen that undulating mm-hmm. cycle. And now that more important thing is the conversation. And we're bringing, we're really bringing it back home. Yeah. And I think the one thing that both, well, 
the guys from Facebook talked about this um, as like one of their highest goals that cannot be monitored, of course, which is so much of our conversation. If you are someone who uses social media frequently with our friends is, did you see this X, Y, Z? And it's in person yes. though. So there's no way to monitor, although people I'm sure think that, you know, Facebook is tracking them throughout the whole world. There's actually no way of them knowing no, that's that just your iPhone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's actually no way of them knowing if Harley and I have lunch. And I'm like, did you see this video? And then we start talking about it. To them, that's like a huge win. That's actually the most meaningful yeah. interaction that you can have. But there's no way for them to, of course, track that. And we see that a lot mm -hmm. with TikTok, which is why we see like certain trends really binding people, especially over mm -hmm. on TikTok, because number one, you have much more frequent rate of sharing um, directly yes. to text over to Instagram stories, wherever else, mm -hmm. um, via the, their DM feature. But I think a lot of people are having conversations in person about the content. Mm -hmm. um, and that is so huge um, because you're taking it off the app into the IRL mm -hmm. over here. And you're saying that this has impacted me enough that I'm going to bring it up and have a full chat about it. Right. I had I had that happen with the corn song last night because my mom didn't know what it was. Uh, and so not only did we have to play the mm -hmm. full video, but we also had to play mm -hmm. the Gregory Brothers song. Oh. And then I had to show her how people remixed it because it. It, it's a whole journey. <laughs> Love it. And I also love how um, everyone on TikTok is already like so over the corn and we like moved on to like this, you know, it's already gone. It's it's in and out. We're done. But I think it's really interesting that like you haven't that Facebook and Instagram crew has not been able to replicate that same intensity around mm -hmm. a theme while they do have a yes. better way to communicate with the community about a theme or, you know, a better way to chat back and forth. They don't have that same fire that you have yes. over on TikTok. Yes. It, yeah. It's not a rapid fire. It's a, it's a slow burn. It's definitely it's a, slow, a burn. slow burn, but that's also why like they're standing the test of time. Like this is not going to be a platform. We're talking like Facebook and Instagram are not platforms that are dying anytime soon. And neither is no. TikTok. So TikTok can also evolve, but perhaps it won't. Perhaps it went so hard into entertainment, quick, fire, rapid, that it will be really hard to pull back. Whereas Facebook mm -hmm. and Instagram always started as community first and are now yeah. trying to figure out how to, you know, bring in some of these other elements. They even talk about, you know, Facebook, we have Facebook groups, they have Facebook mm -hmm. marketplace, like there's so many ways to stay connected um, right. on your more traditional Facebook. It's crazy. Let's give a little round of applause for Facebook Marketplace because Ugh. if anything that Facebook is doing is stellar, it's mm -hmm. Facebook Marketplace. Facebook Marketplace crushed Craigslist. Like whatever yes. Craigslist was trying to do, Facebook and Marketplace. And offer up and let go. Oh, yeah. No one can compete with it, I don't think. it's. No. I mean, I use it literally like Zillow. Like it soothes me yeah. to go on it and just scroll and see what people are selling. <laughs> I just think it's it's amazing. And also Facebook groups. Now, I think they're definitely missing out on the opportunity for more monetization on Facebook groups. But mm, I know so yes. many people who have really strong Facebook group communities. And that's anything from, you know, 
the small town where I have like my vacation house has its yes. own group and everyone is in there chatting every single day. And that's like a mm-hmm. little over a thousand people all the way to, you know, lots of creators have groups or coaches have groups. Right. Um, and it's free. It's a place that most people already have an account, even if they don't use it frequently. Right. You know, it's, and it's I think that's start. the only downfall is like, it is algorithm based. So I mean, that's tough and having a group that's algorithm based. But yeah, there's I mean, there's there's a lot of features that they are they have moved through in the past couple of years that we just really shouldn't be sleeping on. Like TikTok might have its day in the sun right now, but there's there's so much evolution other than just here is your main viewing experience. Yep. Even when you talk about I think really the thing that sets Facebook, Instagram apart above anything else that they will ever do youtube pinterest any other platform is their messaging Mm -hmm. system so that's either facebook messenger on on actual facebook we're talking dms stories etc like so many people i know especially people who live internationally chat on facebook messenger all day with their friends it's similar to like gchat or texting because it's web-based it's easy to get to everybody has a profile it's really amazing what you can do. Uh, so I think that feature, which I think they've had for so many years, yeah. is what's going to keep them moving forward. And like, it will be very difficult to replicate that. I mean, the fact that it's a new app, like it's yeah. not like it's a built-in integration. Mm-hmm. It's you have Facebook, you have Messenger, and then you have Instagram. There's yep. just a lot. There's a lot going on. Yep. Well, and what's interesting is now that you can you can integrate the two, right? So like your Facebook Messenger can also control your Instagram. So DMs, if you really yeah. get like a ton of DMs and you really want to be in the chat or you have a business that has a lot of customer service going on in DMs, like the amount that you can do for free by logging into the web-based version of Messenger and mm-hmm. seeking up your Instagram and being able to reply, auto-reply, you can away have tons messages, of like, yeah, away messages, of ton, tons of templates. And I just think people don't use it or give it the credit it deserves. And I think it will continue to be a huge portion of being on the, that platform. So mm-hmm. prioritizing, knowing all these things that you can do on it is huge. So let's, let's pull back to this meaningful mm-hmm. interactions thing. Sure. Because I think we've made it clear that, you know, TikTok doesn't have the community, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it ever will, um, that Instagram has created. Sure. But what does that mean for our content? What does that mean for the way we create? You know, I think pe- it's hard to know for sure because people are so caught up in the numbers, right? So that's why TikTok mm-hmm. gets so much hype because people can be going viral and you right. know, they're, they're getting big numbers and it's this whole thing. But over on Instagram, you're, it's not non-existent, but you're seeing it less, which is why people are like, oh, this doesn't work anymore, blah, 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 mm-hmm. But I think just like anything else, just like every social platform that has come before it, you have to have different strategies for each. Mm-hmm. E- each serve a completely different thing. So I don't think that we have to give up on any certain type of content. It's more about what content is appropriate for which channel and when. Because sometimes mm-hmm. I do think that you need to educate on TikTok still, um, but you also right. have to entertain. And some people don't like right. that. And it's the same on Instagram. You have to sometimes educate and sometimes entertain. 
It can't only be one or only be the other. I I think this is a very interesting, very interesting speculation that we can kind of have here Mm -hmm. because yes, every type of content has its place, but also I've seen a lot of videos go mega viral Mm -hmm. recently mega mega viral like 34 mil numbers that I can't even imagine in my dreams because I feel like we used to have you know oh I randomly hit a million I randomly hit 1.5 I randomly hit 600k something like that no 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 34 mil is actually unreal unreal that's an explosion and the types of content that I'm seeing with this are entertainment based or like aesthetic videos for your fashion girlies they're really not your educational content yeah I mean I'm not surprised um because most of those videos are something that you want to watch more than one time in a row when it gets serviced Mm -hmm. to you and you're like oh how did they do that or oh I want to catch that one second cut one more time yeah and it sort of takes me back to like what we discussed about like the views being, I don't know, like blown out of proportion, but it doesn't really necessarily mean anything because if you made a six second video and there's one second in there that I didn't catch the first time, I'm automatically going to watch twice, maybe three times to catch that one second, which is crazy bringing up your views when it's, and then that Mm -hmm. sends it to more people and that sends it to more people, et cetera. That doesn't happen as much. Right. And I don't think educational content is dead by any means. No. I don't. Mm -mm. But I think there's, there just is a purpose behind it. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, if I am educating, like maybe I am educating in my story more now. Maybe that is the push. Maybe. More education to your story, more, um, basically nurturing to the community that already knows, likes, and trusts you. Mm-hmm. And reels are just your attention grabber. They are quick. They are simple. They are, you know, to the point. Yeah. I mean, I really like that distinction. I think that could be a really interesting strategy moving forward is like drawing people in through reels that are only entertainment based and then educating or converting them more deeply onto stories. I still think that you're going to have to be really good at stories though, because of a few things, most people don't listen to stories with sound on. So they're not hearing the education potentially. And I think people tune out of what they're watching really quickly on stories. So even if your views are high, the amount of times I've put stories on and then I like turn away and I come back and I'm like, Oh shit, it's been five minutes and my stories have just been running. Like (laughs) I haven't seen them at all is very, is a lot. So I think it's tough. I think you have to be able to be flexible and do multiple things, but I do like what you're saying about if you're looking for more meaningful interactions, I do think they happen in DM over comments on reels. Right. So Again, this is all speculation and oh, yeah, for this sure. will definitely take more experimentation mm-hmm. on our part, but I think there's there is a lot that's kind of changing in the culture of Instagram right now and how mm-hmm. we're viewing and the shifts in the algorithm. Like Instagram is trying to keep up and I think one of the things that they probably heard over and over again is, you know, the algorithm just isn't as good at at, at anything as TikTok. You know, the algorithm just isn't as good. The viewing Mm -hmm. experience just doesn't feed me what I actually want to see. Yeah. And 
I think I, it, I'm curious what this change will do. Yeah, it must be really hard for them as well when you think of things from like a business perspective. You're getting both sides of things, right? Like, and they admit even in this podcast that like TikTok has an insane algorithm and it right. really, like can read people. Like, they're not blind. They're not dumb. <laughs> um, and how long does it take to modify an algorithm? Like, let's be real. The yeah, the timeline like huge... of all of this has got to be yeah has got to mm-hmm. be so much longer than we all expect as creators. Absolutely. I mean, they agonize over these things for years before they make any changes. Yes. But I think one thing to give them credit for is that while they do try to capture portions, they also really try to stay true to what they have said from the very beginning, which is how to, like, we're talking the very beginning, 2003, when you had to have a collegiate.edu email to get on right like the whole point was to connect with your friends and so connection and community has always been a top priority for Facebook Instagram now meta I I think that they are continuing to push that a lot while simultaneously Mm -hmm. not trying to fall behind on the trends and what TikTok is pushing but I don't think by any means that they're trying to TikTok while they might take a you know oh now we offer voiceovers now we offer you know like these right. are small things that like people baby like, oh. things yeah like people are want to say right, oh I guess you're gonna become TikTok now it's like no it's like okay this is a cool feature like we'll add it in but if they're still putting a lot of emphasis on meaningful interactions and community then that's still the core of what the business was from day one I think one of the more interesting pieces Mm -hmm. was their whole point about, you know, stories are for your followers, stories are for your people and connection and Mm -hmm. DMs and, you know, private conversations Mm -hmm. and your reels just aren't. They're not. Your reels are for reach. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've been talking about for you know, the two years that I've been in business of, you know, your stories are for your VIP BFFs, build that connection Mm -hmm. and, you know, they'll stick around. Um, But I think what we see a lot of is just, oh, I'm going to do reels, 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 and I'm never going to talk about the deeper water. I'm always going to stay on the peripheral and I'll have a ton of followers, but they won't know me. And So we see these follower or we see these story views drop so heavily and then people get so stressed out about, you know, I'm, I'm not being heard. Like I'm, I'm trying to put my voice out there and I'm getting crickets and it all comes back to meaningful interactions. Yep. I do think that that is going to be like the key to success, however you decide to pursue them. But I think what you're saying it, in terms of like really nurturing and stories is going to be a huge one. And I know that's hard for a lot of people, both brands and creators, because it's gone after 24 mm-hmm. hours. So you're like, it, talk about a constant rat race when you're saying like, okay, every day I need to put stories and every day it needs to be something like people are going to comment on or tap this button or respond back or that's a ton of work. So I mean, definitely thinking about it strategically before you switch your whole strategy about what you can mm-hmm. actually do is is really important. A big takeaway. Yep. That's so my take big takeaway. <laughs> okay, no, that's not my big takeaway. My big takeaway, well, I mean, my number one takeaway is to listen to this podcast because I do think that if you are someone who wants to have longevity, both on TikTok and Facebook, Instagram, 
listening to this and their perspectives and what they're prioritizing and shifting your perspective around like, Oh, you're just a copycat Mm -hmm. will be, will be helpful for you. But when it comes to prioritizing meaningful interactions and your TikTok Mm -hmm. presence versus your Instagram or your Facebook presence, I think it really takes someone who wants to pay attention to the community and let go of that follower number, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you hit a million followers on TikTok, but you don't know how to connect with any of them, like why did it matter? Um, And that's something that we come back to a lot. Like why do the numbers matter so heavily for people if they can't convert it into sales or if they can't, you know, build a community. So I think that's the biggest thing to think about here is where are you getting meaningful interactions and what are those meaningful interactions leading towards? Is it a sale? Is it, you know, like, what is it? Right. Mm-hmm. I I think that I, there are two things here, two, two big takeaways for me. And one of those is there's a lot going on behind the scenes. There's a lot going on with these platforms behind the scenes that we just don't see and we don't think about. What we see and what we think about is the random glitch that's keeping me from saving drafts or, you know, whatever else. But I do think there is so much longevity in this platform and we've seen it so far with being around since, what, what was it, 2003? Like, that is a long time for something like this to stick around and keep yep. evolving and keep, you know, keep up with yep. anything that's happening in this world. Let's be real. Let's be for real. Sure. We don't have TiVo. No one uses Snapchat anymore. <laughs> we now have TikTok. We have Be Real. We have, you know, every other thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Instagram creators go off. But the mm-hmm. other thing that I want you to do today I need you to do this today is I want you to go to your analytics and head into your stories and change that metric away from reach and into story replies Mm. because that's where we're going to see these meaningful interactions. Mm -hmm. Those views, yes, they're a part of it, but I want to see what gets people moving and grooving and commenting and starting a conversation because the more you can hone in on what gets someone chatting with you Mm -hmm. the absolute better yep i think that is the number one takeaway i love it um so on that we hope to see you have a meaningful interaction with us in our dms sometime (laughs) very soon dm us uh on on the ig and uh we can't wait to hear from you 